Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, the Colts and Texans went toe-to-toe Thursday night in an AFC South shootout. We got all the highlights and analysis from Houston. Plus, we'll go position by position to give you our list of must-starts for Week 6. You won't believe which gunslinger is cracking our list. And Adam Ray dishes out all his dislikes and his likes. We'll do them in, well, whichever order for the week. See which players get the dreaded thumbs down for this Sunday. NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose, starts now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. Matt Money Smith here with Akbar Basha Biamila and Fantasy Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always tweet the show at NFL Fantasy. One word. We'll get to the Thursday night highlights in just a few minutes. And I said dislike, like instead of like, dislike there for Adam Rank. And uh, maybe I'm just a glass half <laughs> empty kind of guy. So I put you the don't dislike. Say. Let's uh, give the people <laughs> what they want. We had some big production on Thursday night. Andrew Luck for a quarterback, Arian Foster for a running back, and uh, T.Y. Hilton for a wide receiver. So guys, can you envision anybody scoring more points than we saw from those three last night? I'm That's- going Peyton Manning. Right? Yeah. Peyton Manning going against back the to the place where it all went wrong against the uh, Seattle yeah. Seahawks. But he's not playing the Seahawks this week. He's playing the New York Jets, one of the worst pass defenses in the National Football League. Peyton's averaging almost 400 passing yards in his last three games. The Jets giving up the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. I'm going. You going 30-burger? Peyton Manning. Why not? We'll go 30-burger. 30-burger. All Let's right. Let's do it. How about it, Akbar? He took Peyton Manning off the table. What are you doing? I- I'm going to go a little bolder. I'm going to go LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn what? McCoy, he's been, I mean, Whoa, we've been desperate. Bold. We've been desperate to see a big game, and we haven't seen that from LaShawn McCoy. And I know that that offensive line, I mean, they're just not the same. I mean, they've been beat up. They've been gone through the whole switches. But LaShawn McCoy, I, I think you like to say this, Fabs, and I-, I don't know that I've ever said this before. He's owed a big one. Yeah. He, he, he needs a big one. If it's, week to two, your if it's week two and we're going into week three, I might feel like he's owed one, but I'm, I'm a little worried. I think here, he has a great opportunity in this matchup and... against the New York Giants you know what, to, to, to be able to separate and have a big game. You know what tweets I'm getting? Do I start LaShawn yeah. McCoy? Yeah. It's insane, and it's a viable question right now. This is uh, very reminiscent of a couple years ago with Chris Johnson. Yes. You know, yes. Do, do I start? And by the end of that season, people started benching Chris Johnson, and rightfully so. He mm-hmm. was. 
not producing. All right, for more, uh, let's throw it over to Marcus and Adam with all the latest headlines. Thank you, Money. I am NFL.com fantasy editor Marcus Grant here alongside the fantasy maverick Adam Ranker and getting you caught up with all the news and notes from around the NFL. We will start in Cincinnati, where Pro Bowler A.J. Green is unlikely to play on Sunday, per Ian Rappaport. Green was carted off the field Wednesday after re-aggravating a toe injury and was seen Friday at practice wearing a boot. Rank, at this point, is it worth maybe taking a chance on Brandon Tate this week? Maybe. I mean, it's one of those situations where I would look the other way, possibly. I don't know that uh, I'm not digging that. The one thing that really hurts here, though, it, it looks like the running game is the one that could be impacted the most. All of us playing Giovanni Bernard or perhaps playing Jeremy Hill as a deep flex because they can't play. They don't have to play too high safeties. They can roll one of those guys down. That could really impact the running game. So if you got if you got Gio Bernard, that could be real dicey. Yeah, also interesting to see what happens with Mohamed Sanu if there's no A.J. Green on the other side. To, Certainly. To draw coverage there. Lions wide receiver Calvin Johnson hasn't practiced all week. Megatron is dealing with an ankle injury. And Coach Jim Caldwell mentioned earlier this week that he will consider resting Johnson so that he can heal up. If Megatron is out Sunday, sort of like with A.J. Green, is this a good thing for Golden Tate? Golden Tate's best games have come with Calvin Johnson on the other side playing that decoy role, and you look at it, and it's kind of uh, tough to just, just imagine. It's not like he's just going to go out and assume all that production. I mean, Calvin Johnson was one of the biggest stars out there. So, Golden Tate, again, it's going to be a little bit dicey because now the coverage can roll his way, especially if the Lions don't have a running attack to go out and make them respect it. Yeah, even 75% of Calvin Johnson is better than 100% of a lot of guys in yes, this league. It's true. Staying with the Lions, running back Reggie Bush hasn't practiced all week because of an ankle injury. Meanwhile, Joyke Bell was a full participant in practice both Wednesday and Thursday. Bell's still working his way through the concussion protocol. So, Rank, if Reggie Bush misses this game and Joyke Bell gets the start, is it worth plugging Bell into your lineup? Absolutely. I was very excited about Bell heading into the season. He was a top 15 running back last season, so figured he could come out and have some production. But you know what? Of course, he's battling through the injuries right now. But all, but him all, all by himself, him doing the solo act, I kind of think it's not quite Sammy Hagar leaving Van Halen, but it's still pretty good. And I look at some of the teams that I have where I went with the zero running back philosophy, and Joyke Bell figured prominently in a lot of those teams. So if he's back, I'm starting him, and I'm, I'm kind of happy about it. Dude, I never thought we'd get a Sammy Hagar reference. Really? The, I knowing forgot. me, at I, some point. I, I, I forgot who I'm standing next to. Jacksonville has ruled out running back Toby Gerhardt for Sunday's game against the Titans after aggravating a foot injury in practice this week. Head coach Gus Bradley said he'd name a starting running back later today. Look. At this point, you probably don't have Toby Gerhardt in your starting lineup. If you, know, you, you know you got problems. But if anything, what are we taking away from this? Thing? Do I have Toby even on my roster anymore? He seems pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty prime candidate to drop there. I like Storm. I'm gonna go all in on Storm. Why not? Like, look, we've seen the other guys what they can do or what they can't do. Todman, he was so great that they went out and signed Toby Gerhardt. Denard Robinson's averaged about three yards per attempt. So, neither one of these guys are viable options. But Storm, he's my guy. Storm Johnson. He is my guy. Bring in the thunder. Go pick him up right now. Bring in the thunder. Pause, pause the show right now. Go pick him up. All right, welcome back. Glad you were able to go out and pick him up. Hey, look at that. Speaking of pausing, be sure to set your DVRs for our late airing of NFL Fantasy Live. For all the latest injury news and updates for your roster, tune in at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL Network. For more now, throw it back to Money and the Guys. All right, thank you, uh, guys. Andrew Luck and the Colts took on the Texans Thursday night in Houston. Let's get to the highlights. Certainly, we were hoping for a competitive game on Thursday Night Football, and boy, did we get one. Andrew Luck, perhaps the MVP of the league this season. J.J. Watt, 
Perhaps the MVP of the league this season. Colts come out on fire. Already up 10 nothing. Second and goal. Ahmad Bradshaw does the rest for the five-yard score. That made it 17-0 Colts in the first quarter, and we were like, oh, boy. And here we go. End of the first quarter again. Oh, boy. 24 nothing. At the end of the first quarter, Luck finishes with nearly 25 fantasy points, but the Texans would turn things around. How about Ryan Fitzpatrick? What a, what a great grab oh, by Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson, he's, he's, he's he never scores touchdowns either. 24-7 now. This is still first half. And Arian Foster, who would have a big night, runs it in from two yards Thank out. Thank you very much. plus points on the evening in Namaste. fantasy. Colts, too many weapons. End of the third. Second and seven. The speedster, T.Y. Hilton. Oh, look at that. That's pretty Defender for a 33-yard touchdown. touchdown. Double coverage. He's big time now. Fantasy. And he beats it. 33-21 Colts. Hilton, monster game. 233 yards on nine catches. Trying to put it away third and 12. Luck, though, can't handle the snap. Yeah, Watt jumps this. on look it. Look at this. I thought Houston had a problem, but no. Watch J.J. Watt. You don't know anything about this. Watch him do the name name. It's not the name name. That is the name name. No, it's the J.J. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, I'm an idiot. Just too much. Andy goes on to win I don't think Akbar's going to recover for the rest oh, of the segment. Here good. are your fantasy leaders. You see it, Andrew Luck with the 25, nearly 25 points. T.Y. Hilton finally gets into the end zone and he Went does it. Off. Yeah, announces his arrival to the fantasy football season. Andre Johnson, just about 14, and Arian Foster with the 26-plus. So, we have a chance to talk about the winning side. And the big story Thursday night, T.Y. Hilton, we were waiting for this. We know the speed. We know he can do it because he did it last year. Nine targets, 223 yards, and a touchdown. That is 28-plus fantasy points. Akbar, we've been waiting for it all year. Yeah, we have. I mean, you talked about that nine targets. Well, how about the fact that when you look at the nine targets, he had nine receptions, so he caught all of the balls that Andrew Luck threw to him. But you look at the way he was just running his routes. He was there. He was efficient. You know, when they went man, he you saw him on those end cuts, those long balls, every single – I mean, just dial up the route tree because he was there and he was on point. And Andrew Luck just developed that rapport, and they trust him. The fact that they would leave him sometimes, you know, one-on-one. -on -one, I mean, he was beating his guys – off the block. I mean, it just it, it was a phenomenal performance by T.Y. Hilton. I think you can expect that, especially when you have Reggie Wayne, who's opposite of him. It begs the question, Fabs. Sell high? Yes, no doubt about it. Sell high on him right now. All right. And he dominates the Houston Texans every time but he plays you them. Know, the one thing I would say about selling high on, on, on T.Y. Hilton is that Andrew Luck is playing, I mean, at an all-time high Certainly. right now. I think his production Absolutely. is going to be tied in with Andrew Luck. He'll though. continue to grow. He still has his. First I mean, clearly Reggie Wayne is uh, his favorite target there. So let's talk about Andrew Luck and what he was able to put together. What I mean, can you say? Exactly. He, he's he looks, awesome. looks like he's going to be the fantasy season MVP. What about, um, what about trading for Andrew Luck? Would you give up? Drew Brees to get Andrew Luck. Would you give up Aaron no. Rodgers to get no. Andrew Luck? No. They're, They're still right, not going to do right, that. The only quarterback that maybe I would do straight up is Peyton Manning. And then I don't even know if I would do that because this is the magical season for Andrew Luck. This is a guy who is becoming an elite fantasy quarterback. He's been very good from a fantasy perspective last year. He was in the top five. But now he is putting up just unbelievable gangbusters numbers. This guy is so accurate with the deep ball. You see him there. 
hitting T.Y. Hilton, and he's been just so phenomenal both on the field and from a fantasy perspective. Houston had come into this game. They were tough on quarterbacks. It didn't matter for Andrew Luck. He went out there and put up over 20 fantasy points yet again. Yeah, you know, when you say magical, you're saying like, what, over 5,000 yards and 40 no, times? He's on pace. Season, he's like on pace for it right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's on pace going for, off. for 5,050 right yeah. now. So, yeah, if you have Drew Brees or – I don't know about Aaron Rodgers. That one would scare me. But I think Drew Brees, see what you got. Try to lob it out there, see if someone will take it. See if they'll take it. Do you really want to trade Andrew Luck No, I'm saying if you have Drew Brees, see see if you can go fishing a little bit there. You know what I'm saying? Come on, fans. Get that cane pole, put a little bait on the end. Put that that bait in the water, man. I'm confused because I know how much you love Drew Brees. You'd never trade him. I wouldn't, but maybe somebody else will. Other side of the ball, check this out. Uh, These were our projections yesterday, guys, for Thursday Night Football. Well, everybody thought that uh, that Arian Foster was going to have a good game. I mean. Fabs, you got basically 110 yards and a touchdown. Yes. Same with you, Akbar. But Elliot felt something bigger, and he was only off by a point and a half. And I'm sure a lot of people watching at home yesterday were like, 27 and a half yeah. points for Arian Foster. Well, 26 and Elliot's a half. watching this right now, and he is smiling. It yeah. is uh, it's a good call by Elliot. Just hearkening back to our preseason conversations going into fantasy drafts, we pointed out that Arian Foster was probably the scariest pick in fantasy because you knew it was going to probably question. take a late first rounder to get him, and it's working. Yeah, it, it has. It, 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 has. It, it really has. I mean, the way he pressed the line of scrimmage in this game and his cutback vision was on point. Everything was there for him. I mean, even in the zone run, the stretches, he got there, and it just it looked easy for Arian Foster, which made it a little scary. I mean, typically you'll see some of these guys running really hard. He was just so fluid. Like, he just didn't even break stride. It was just his gait was beautiful. Everything about his performance was big time. Andre Johnson uh, had double digits there, 13.9. Really was the only receiver Fitzpatrick was targeted last night. I, I was expecting to walk out of my place and see pigs flying because Andre Johnson scored a touchdown, and that never, ever happens. Pigs don't fly. I know that. And, and Andre Johnson scored a touchdown. Big. See, that's why I said it, Akbar. I was trying to make a joke, and clearly it went right over <laughs> your head, just like the flying pig. But Andre Johnson has been so inconsistent this season. Uh, And this is his first big game. I'm selling high on Andre Johnson right now. One thing, uh, I'd say slow your roll on freaking out over DeAndre Hopkins. He's been up, down, up, down. Last night, like we said, for whatever reason, Ryan Fitzpatrick only had eyes for Andre Johnson. So moving forward, there's enough good matchups left on the schedule. I have no problem putting Nuke into a flex spot. People always freak out. with the numbers they see last, and because he had just that one catch last night, I don't think that's a reason to stash uh, Nuke on your bench for a couple weeks here. Go ahead, keep playing him. He's not a wide receiver one, but he's also not someone that belongs on your bench. Even the best wide receivers are going to have a bad game. Happens to all of them. Megatron included. And by the way, I remember seeing Pink Floyd in like 1988, man, and pigs were flying. It was just a giant pig. <laughs> it was unbelievable. So I'm just saying they, they have seen them fly. Coming up, yeah, we've got a fly. rapid fire scenario session to help you sort through all your. You know what I'm talking about, Akbar. Running back some wide receiver dilemmas. <laughs> if you've got more losses than wins right now, there's still hope. You won't want to miss our list of super sleepers that can help revive your season. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Comfortably numb. Unreal, man. (laughs) Annual screening saves lives. Help finish the fight against breast cancer by visiting NFL.com slash pink to celebrate the NFL and American Cancer Society's first ever A Crucial Catch Day on October 25th. 
It's time now for Player Comparisons presented by SAP. We welcome you back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Bunny-Smith here with Fabs, Michael Fabiano, Marcus Grant. And today we're going to put running backs and wide receivers head-to-head. All right, tough decisions to make here. See who the better start might be for week six. So we're going to put a clock up. How about uh, one minute and let it rip. First scenario, gentlemen, better start. Alfred Morris versus the Cardinals or Brandon Oliver versus the Raiders. Fabs, go. I'm going Brandon Oliver here. Easy one. Yeah, Brandon Oliver because Raiders. Because he's number 43, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he looks like Darren Sproles <laughs> and Raiders. Best he's start, uh, Marcus, start us off. Frank Gore versus the Rams, or Andre Williams replacing Jennings there versus the Eagles. I'm going to go Frank Gore. The Rams are giving up about 150 yards on the ground per game. I like that. Uh. I like both. I like Williams a tad more. So you're saying play both. One in the flex both. or both in the running backs. Yep. All right, here we go. Let's keep it going uh, on the ground. Ronnie Hillman taking over for Monte Ball versus the Jets, or Justin Forsett against the Buccaneers. He said Raiders. I'm saying Buccaneers. Start okay. Forsett. I'm going Forsett for the same reason. All right, this is uh, clearly not as, uh, well, I guess, uh, I don't know. I want you guys to be a little bit more angry. How about Ben Tate versus <laughs> the Steelers? Steven Jackson versus the Bears. Marcus. I'm going to go Ben Tate just because you ran Better really hard Jackson. last week. You looked really good last week. All right, how about I'm it? going Steven Jackson. There we go. That's what we want. Conflict. <laughs> Love the matchup. Tell him why that was such a stupid selection. Uh, <laughs> tell him, Bats. Tell him. There Run we go. Defense. Works for me. All right, yeah. that's going to do we it. That's go one minute. Here, oh, we just got. How about Fred Jackson or Doug Martin? Quick, quick, quick. Fred quick, Jackson. Quick, quick, quick. Fred Jackson. All right, let's move on to the uh, wide receiver position. And again, we'll put uh, a minute on the clock, and I will completely ignore it. Let's see how many scenarios <laughs> we can get through. Better start: Golden Tate versus the Vikings, or Steve Smith Sr. It's on his jersey versus the Buccaneers. I'm going triple S. I think with Calvin Johnson out, Golden Tate's going to get locked up. Yeah, and how, how do you not start him? I mean, Steve, but. I guess. Or Marcus. There we go. Right, then you get first pick this time. Keenan Allen versus the Raiders, and I think you're just going to say Raiders. Or Michael Floyd well, versus the Redskins. I'm going to say Logan Thomas. That's Forget the it. You got to yeah. go Keenan Allen there. Yeah, I think you got to go Keenan. This is too good. It's too easy. That's too easy. Uh, Percy on. Harvin versus the Cowboys. Roddy White versus the Bears. I'm going to go Roddy White. Just that Bears secondary is a mess. It's brutal. Percy. They there need to go. get him a touchdown this week. Oh, he had three win. last week. <laughs> he did. Oh, Too bad none of them counted. Not All so right. much. Here we go. It's a tough one. Deshaun Jackson versus the Cardinals. That's secondary with a banged up Patrick Peterson or Calvin Benjamin coming off a bad week against Ooh. the bank. Uh, he'll be facing the Bengals. Don't like either one. I'll go the rookie, Benjamin. All right. I'm going to go D. Jackson this one. I just think fine. he's, he's kind of all or nothing. Maybe this is an all. Last one here. Uh, Julian Edelman, again, coming off a tough week versus the Bills or Brian Quick, who's on pace to be one of the top fantasy receivers in the league against the 49ers. I'm going Brian Quick. Niners have problems with big wide receivers. I'm going Edelman. All right. There we go. Finally, now you guys can uh, fight behind me. As I say, <laughs> all right, fantasy fans, if you're not sure which players to start each week, check out the player comparison tool with insights from SAP exclusive only to NFL.com fantasy users. It will compare recent performances and matchups to help you decide who to start and who to sit. Check it out at NFL.com slash fantasy. Now for more on how weather, yes, Mother Nature might impact this weekend's games. Here is Jim Kosek of KCTV in Kansas City. Well, tis the time for picking pumpkins as well as peeping at leaves. Dirty, rotten, filthy, wet leaves. And the way those leaves get wet, guys, is with a little thing called H2O, which is going to be settling southward slowly as we go through week six weekend. That means Titans, Jags get wet. Could be one or two thunderstorms, mostly in the form of rain, temps in the 70s. Love temps in the 70s. And listen, the pack attack hasn't played in temperatures in excess of 76 so far this year. Now it's 86 with the humidity. Whoo! 
gosh, it's hot. And when the offensive line breaks down, when it's this humid outside, got to be careful about your running backs, guys. I cannot preach that enough. Passing shower up in the land of 1,000 lakes. And meanwhile, the rain in Seattle holding off until mostly after the game's over. Enjoy week six. Thank you, Jim. And for all you fancy folks that think you're smarter and went, oh, Minnesota's in a dome. No, it's not. The dome is gone. The Hubert Humphrey Dome is gone. They're playing outdoors at the University Why is of Minnesota. He not wearing Royals gear. You know what? Maybe he didn't want to offend the Cardinals fans out there since it's going to be an it's all KC, Missouri though. World Series. And, oh, and there's Baltimore fans. Perhaps the Orioles sneaking out right enough baseball. Cheater, <laughs> cheater, and uh, Angels, whatever. Tight end position. Jeter. Certainly one of the trickiest no. in fantasy. Right. So up next, are you a Giants guy, Marcus? No. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> out as they give you their top starts for week six. And speaking of tight ends, well, there he is, sitting down. You're going to catch up with him here in a minute, Fabs. One of the greatest tight ends of all time, Antonio Gates, joins the program next. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Now I'm pleased to be joined by Chargers superstar tight end, Antonio Gates. Antonio, how you doing, my man? How you doing? I'm doing very well. Now, back in 2011, you were on the cover of The Hollywood Reporter. You were talking about fantasy football with Paul Rudd and how fantasy has made you more recognizable. So I'm guessing the fans must recognize you and love you a lot so far this season. Uh, yeah, the, you know, I have your, your true Antonio Gates fans, and then I have your, you know, so-called fantasy fans who, uh, <laughs> who, who enjoys when I'm doing well and, uh, you know, scoring points for them. So, uh, you know, one thing about fantasy, fantasy has uh, taken society in general by storm just because, uh, you know, I've seen guys or, or, you know, people in public and, uh, you know, most of the time they think they truly, you know, they can say what they want to say to you just because of fantasy. So, uh, you know, it's been a, a, you know, a situation where most of the time offensive guys getting recognition, but it's kind of been an up and down situation for me because I get nasty messages here and there just depending on my productivity. Well, you know what? We have nothing but good things to say about you this season, my man. Five touchdowns already this year. What has been the biggest reason for your resurgence in the stat sheets? Uh, you know, I, I like to think that it's just the, the surrounding, the surrounding cast. And when I when I say that, I, I don't I just mean the guys that's on the football field that's playing. I mean from the coaching staff on down, uh, they put together such a you know a tremendous plan. And as players, we try to go out and execute it. And it takes more than just one player to execute a plan in order for us to win the game. I like to throw in the fact that we're winning, too, uh, and starting to get national recognition. So I think it all, you know, all together, it's every piece of the puzzle that helps, that's helped me, you know, kind of resurge my career and having the season I'm having thus far. Philip Rivers has always been a great quarterback, but he's having an MVP caliber start to 2014. Is this the best you've ever seen him play? I mean, he, he's, he's playing uh, at an unbelievable rate at, right now. Uh, to me, uh, and, and I'm biased, I've been here with him for a decade now, uh, I think it's more surprising to the people who, who's not around him every day uh, uh, or the people outside of San Diego. Uh, the national exposure that he's starting to you know, receive now uh, is well due, and uh, he's always been that kind of player for the Chargers. He's always been that kind of player and that leader in this locker room. I think now he's starting to get the national recognition that he deserves. And uh, like I say, couldn't come to a better player, most so a better person than a guy like Phillip. Uh, Keenan Allen, your teammate, the wide receiver, had a great rookie year, but he's had a slow start to 2014. Do you expect him to turn things around? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, he's an unbelievable talent. 
uh, you know, he has an unbelievable upside. And I, I think one thing you got to understand from an offense perspective, uh, you know, we're trying to do the best thing we can to win a football game. And uh, sometimes, uh, you know, teams want to take Keenan out of the game plan or they want to double Keenan or whatever they want to do. Uh, it's up to myself and other guys around him to kind of make those plays that presents himself. And that's what we've been doing. Uh, you know, this system is, is predicated around unselfishness and, and guys playing for one another. And that's what we've been doing thus far. Brandon Oliver had over 30 fantasy points last week. Tell me a little bit about this guy, because a lot of people don't know about Oliver. Well, I mean, he, he's a, I mean, when I when I say he's an unbelievable talent, uh, you know, I've haven't haven't seen nobody with that kind of explosiveness and quickness uh, in a long time. And uh, he's someone who's definitely added another addition to what we can do from an offensive standpoint. And I'll be shocked to see us, you know, not use him at this point. He's he's been able to step in and his number was called last week and he was huge, uh, you know. He gave us the opportunity to win the football game, and I think that's the sum to sum up what we believe in and how we try to go about our business is that when your number is called uh, and your time presents itself, you want to take advantage of it to try to help us win a football game. Hey, Antonio, thank you so much. Continued success, and, you know, the fantasy fans appreciate out there, you, we love you, man. We love you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, take care, man. Right. For now, right. uh, let's throw it back to Money and the guys for some more. All right. Thank you, Fabs. Go Golden Flashes at Kent State, right? Basketball, not football. Oh, yeah. Basketball <laughs> when it comes to Antonio Gates. How about Oliver wearing 43, too? Because, you know, we were so spectacular. He's a So spectacular. He's your own guy. Philip okay. Rivers, why I'm sure. Wear, why, why not wear number 21? Why not, right? Why not? Why not? Why not? Did anybody wear it? No, no, no. All right, Marcus Akbar rank. Antonio Gates has a great matchup this week against the Raiders, likely going to be started in all those leagues where he is owned. So we're going to look at some other tight end matchups that we like for week six. Akbar, get us started. Well, I have to go with another good matchup, and that's the Jaguars against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Delaney Walker is going up against these guys, and it's just going to be very difficult. We saw that Kendall Wright went off last week against the Cleveland Browns, and so that makes it very likely that they're going to be focusing and putting a lot of attention. He had two touchdowns. So Delaney Walker, you're going to see him matched up against those safeties and, and the linebackers. But I'll tell you what makes him such a special talent is his physical nature. He's not only fast, but he's physical. He's strong. That's a.k.a. swole. So he's able to press those linebackers off of him and create separation. And that's why he's going to continue to get big games. A top five tight end this season and one that was picked up off the waiver wire. One that wasn't picked up off the waiver right. wire. Likely drafted though in the late rounds. A great start this week, Rank. Yeah, Greg Olson, last week the Chicago Bears expressed some regret that they let him go and similarly, I expressed the same regret by not drafting him <laughs> and sitting there and streaming some, some tight ends, but Olsen has just been one of the most consistent tight ends out there. He's had one down week, but you know what? He's one of those targets near the red zone, as you see right there. Cam's always looking for him, and even without Steve Smith, he's still been able to go out there and flourish. And you think about this team, they don't have the threat of a running game, and Olsen is still doing pretty well. So if they get some of those running backs going, if they get a running game established, Olsen can be even better. I'm going to go ahead and take a man who had zero targets and zero catches last week to have a great week, and that is Larry Dinell, because that's the outlier. You look at the previous four games, and you'll see eight targets, nine targets, six targets, eight targets. So the zero, an aberration of sorts. Uh, and you look at the point production, over 10 points uh, his first week out, and, of course, the big three-touchdown performance when he failed to start himself in his own fantasy league. 
for 23 and a half points. The Eagles have played really good tight ends this year, so when you see that they've allowed an awful lot of points to them, that is a product of it. But Donnell's a good tight end, and going up against the Eagles, he is a good start this week. And I know, uh, Marcus, you're going to be kind of keeping an eye on game time decision when it comes to your tight end. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at Jordan Reed this week, who hasn't played yet this season, as he's kind of been dealing with with concussion issues and injury issues and that sort of thing. So he is a game time decision. I like him, though, because the Cardinals have been notoriously bad against tight ends the last couple of seasons. They've had issues. Six of their seven starters from last year in the front seven are gone because of either injury, suspension, uh, free agency, what have you. So Jordan Reed I like, and if he's not there, Niles Paul, equally good play for Washington. So either way, Washington tight end. Washington tight end. They're going Tecmo Bo style. Yes, Washington TE is what you're starting. All right, let's take a look at the top ten tight end starts based on the aggregate rankings from our NFL Dot com postings. There you see Julius Thomas, number one. Looks like he very well may end up as the top producing tight end this uh, season. No Jimmy Graham because he is on a bye, so don't freak out. We're not off of Jimmy Graham Relax. already. Gronk, of course, Who coming off a uh, good effort, and he seems to be getting a little bit better every week that passes. Vernon Davis there looking to come back from that back injury, and you see the rest of our top 20. All of that always available. Well, anytime you want because the Internet is on demand. All right, still to come, choosing the right quarterback to start can make or break a week. So we're here to help. When we return, we will reveal our list of must-start QBs for Week 6. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, Adam Rank is dishing out all of his likes and dislikes for week six. Find out who's got the green light and who will be riding the pine. Plus, QB matchups that are too good to pass up. Find out which gunslinger will get you that big W this weekend. And Le'Veon Bell is live and ready to talk all things black and yellow, black and yellow. The second-year stud sounds off on the Steelers' stellar offense. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Enough out of you. Back to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. Matt Money Smith here. Bose, by the way. Yeah, Bose. Official, uh, you know what we're saying. Akbar. <laughs> Marcus, remember, you can always hit us up on Twitter at NFL Fantasy. I'm just saying, if you check the news wires, maybe you heard something about that. Week six kicked off Thursday night between the Colts and Texans. So let's get right to it. The highlights. And there were highlights. No more uh, average 29-point uh, margin of victory in this one. It looked Andrew like it was Luck, going to be in the beginning, J.J. Watt, who was more fun to watch? I vote Watt. Colts come out blazing up 10-0 on the five. Second and goal. And I'm on Bradshaw. Got the rest for five yard For the five-yard score, uh, Luck finishes with nearly 25 fantasy points. Down 27-14. Texans trying to come back. There he is, Arian Foster. Any question that he's he back? A monster and, evening. And we're not talking about 20, his back. Six-plus points. Here we go, Colts. Too many weapons. End of the third, second, and seven. And again, it's T.Y. Hilton. watch the Hilton. speed that he uses to separate in the double coverage. Nice by T.Y. Swearinger was on top of him. He was bracketed. He just made a nice and jump split, and attacked the ball at the peak. Did you see him split it? Are you guys going to start up again today? 233 yards. Colts win. I'm just saying, That'd you're saying, beat. look how he beats this. No, Swearinger's look how on top he of him. separates. Separate and split the double team. I'm going to separate the two of you. He doesn't know about that split. Why isn't J.J. Watt on this? You know what? You're right. Can I put him in my Texas I think he has, he has more touchdowns than LaShawn McCoy. Texans defense is with the 12 points there. So there you go. Uh, a good night of fantasy points on both sides of the ball, which we haven't seen for a while for Thursday Night Football. Here you go, our quarterback rankings. And Andrew Luck, uh, our aggregate, had at number four. And that means Peyton Manning, Phillip Rivers, and Aaron Rodgers got some work to do because he posted <laughs> 25 points 
Uh, and then you get to rankings 11 through 20. And you'll see some questions to be made, or I should, I should say some decisions to be made for guys like Tom Brady, Tony Romo, Cam Newton, all QB1s. But you see in a 14-team league, just on the outside of that list. So let's talk about some week six quarterback matchups that we do like. Fabs, where are you going? I'm going to Chi-Town and Jay Cutler, okay. who has been one of the best draft bargains in fantasy football. This is a guy that wasn't picked until after the 10th round. He's playing the Atlanta Falcons in the Georgia Dome. And I don't know about you guys, but you smell that? I, what, I, what is that? I, I smell a barn burner. I think there's going to be a lot burn. of points scored in this game, which means – Would you stop it? Which means – that I believe in Jay Cutler, and I think he's going to have a very nice stat line. Eight touchdown passes in his last three road games, over 17 fantasy points in two straight games. A lot of points going up on the board in the Georgia Dome this weekend. Start Jay Cutler. It's appropriate, Akbar, that we cap off your week of Kaepernick. That was funny uh, with uh, some more Kaepernick talk because you love the Monday Night Matchup I, I this can't week. believe you hit me up with the pun, but i tell you what's not a pun is the production that you're going to get out of Colin Kaepernick just because when you look at the St. Louis Rams, they don't have that same force. What made them so so deadly was the force that they brought off the edge with Chris Long and Robert Quinn. Well, Chris Long out, obviously, there's no pressure. This is a team with only one sack. That's not good enough. And you get a guy like Colin Kaepernick, he's going to run all over this defense, especially what Russell Wilson did this past uh, last week. You know teams are really going to be nervous about his ability to run. That's what makes him such a special talent. I expect him to have a big game against the St. Louis Rams. All right, how about it, Marcus? I'm going Big Ben here. I, I know the the Browns secondary, if just watch them play, they have not been good this year. And it doesn't matter which corner you're talking about, Joe Hayden, Buster Screen, Justin Gilbert. They have all struggled this year. And Ben had a decent stat line in week one against this team, 365 pass yards and a touchdown. Look at the other quarterbacks that they have, I guess, Kind of slowed down, but it's been a struggling Drew Brees, an inconsistent Joe Flacco, and then the combination of Jake Locker and Charlie Whitehurst. That's not particularly spectacular. I like Ben Roethlisberger to have a good day, especially throwing a number 84 right there. I think some good things could happen. If I wanted to be laconic, uh, I would just say Matt Ryan's playing the Bears on turf. (laughs) But we have um, this film that's known as B-roll in the uh, industry that has to run. So I'm going to say things like, well, even though the offensive line has been banged up, the Bears' defensive line has been banged up. And even if those uh, front four or front seven, if they choose to blitz, Get to Matt Ryan. The back end of the Bears defense has been so bad this season that a wildly talented duo uh, like Julio Jones and Roddy White is going to do some serious damage, which means Matt Ryan is going to do some serious damage this week on the turf in Atlanta. Expect him to get back to his first two weeks form against what is a beat-up group of defenders for Chicago. For a few Week 6 QB matchups we don't like, be sure to visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for free. We'll dish out more dudes exclusively for you, the NFL Now viewers. Now for more, we throw it over now to Adam Rank. Thanks, Money. That's right. It's time for Like Dislike presented by Corona. What's up, fantasy people? Every week I give you my likes and dislikes in the world of sports, TV, movies, wrestling. And this week, what was Tony Romo thinking when he called Jason Witten the best cowboy ever? He might not even be the best tight end in Cowboys history. But enough about that. I want to talk about my quarterbacks and my first like of the week, Russell Wilson. Now he's going up against those Cowboys defense who has been better than anticipated, thanks in no small part, to coordinator Rod Marinelli. That's right. The only coach in NFL history to go 0-16 in one season has got the Cowboys playing pretty well. None of this, of course, matters to me because Wilson has been one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league. 
He's had at least two touchdown passes in every game this year, and he leads all QBs in rushing as he's good for about an extra five points per game. What's not to like? And if you have Wilson and another quarterback on your team, seriously, trade the other dude. Let's move on to running back where I like Ben Tate. Now, look, you know this is an honest opinion here because there is no bigger fan of Terrence West than me. But Tate returned last week and looked pretty good. The offensive line was opening holes so big, Peyton Hillis himself could have returned and had a huge game. The last time Tate played against the Steelers was in week one, and he gained like 200 yards on six attempts, though. You know, you might want to double-check that. But really, he was outstanding. So I say you continue to ride Tate while you can because, well, you know, I don't even want to breathe that into life, so let's just move on. I don't like Zach Stacy this week, though. And you know me. I'm Mr. Monday Night. I like to play dudes on Monday because it always gives me that chance that it can just come through. But I just can't do it this week with Stacy against the 49ers, who have allowed the fewest fantasy points to running backs. I don't want to be sitting there on Monday morning being like, oh, man, if I could just get four points from Stacy, I win. Then he runs for 38 yards, and I end up headlining the Monday Nightmare. I'm not going out like that because probably I – We'll be losing by more than just four points. And finally, I like Brandon Marshall. A lot of you need to chill the heck out when it comes to him. Are you really going to challenge the guy who's delivered fantasy gold for you throughout the years? He's been a little banged up, but he's going to get it going this week. Seriously, do you think Jake Cutler is going to let him toil like that, do you? Uh, no. Play him. If somebody in your league is panicking, then trade for him. This guy is going to be just fine. And those were some of my likes and dislikes for the week. And do you think we're done? Oh, you're so cute. Of course, here are some more names. You heard Michael talk about Jay Cutler. Dre Ellington. This is somebody we don't talk about a lot, but he's got a great matchup against the Washington Football Club. Deshaun Jackson. I like him this week against the Arizona Cardinals defense, which is similar to the way the Seahawks are built. So you can have a little bit of a, a work there. Greg Olson, I talked about him earlier in the show. Some of the guys I don't like, Tom Brady. Can't do it. Steven Ridley, Brian Quick. Again, that San Francisco matchup is going to be a little bit too tough. And Jason Witten, I will not entertain that. All right. That was Like Dislike presented by Corona. Now, don't touch that dial, fantasy fans, because we're about to achieve lineup nirvana, not the Dave Goldbergs. But you're not going to want to miss our list of top sleepers for week six. But first, we sit down with second-year sensation Le'Veon Bell, the former Michigan State Spartan, is here to talk all things Steelers and selfies when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Let's go, baby. Game time. All right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. I am pleased to be joined by the Steelers superstar running back, Le'Veon Bell. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, man. I see you rocking the Jays. You're looking sharp. <laughs> I-, I need to ask you, man, this, this season, a lot different from last year. Uh, I know you put in a lot of work during the offseason with your trainer, who used to be my personal trainer, Pete Bomarito. What's been that big difference as far as your training? Um. You know, I think, you know, just in the, in the summer, I took a lot of time out just to get my feet um, a little quicker. I lost some weight um, and just really worked on my explosiveness in my, in my first step. That's what really helped me um, take that next step um, coming into this year. And I just feel so great, and I feel 
you know, wonderful. I'm just glad to be out here with my, my teammates and do the things that I'm able to do. Well, you talk about that explosion. I, I'm watching you on tape. I love the way that you're, you're really pressing the line of scrimmage. You're on pace for nearly 1,800 yards, 1,000 yards receiving. What has it been like? What is so special? What's so different in this offense that has clicked for you? Um, you know, I just think I got a more sense of um, comfortability. You know what I mean? I, I'm more comfortable with the offensive line. Um, obviously with seven and, and the coaches, um, you know, it just coming more cleanly to me, I guess you can say. It's, um, the game comes, kind of slowed down for me, starting to feel a little bit more um, how I was in college. And uh, I'm just excited. And um, now I got a sense of understanding. So I'm just start, trying to take off and go to that next level. Now, I know it's got to be pretty cool playing next to Big Ben. He's, is he still cool? Does he still walk around with a, a lot of that swag? Have you picked up on some of that from Big Ben? <laughs> yeah, Ben always got that swagger. You know what I mean? Ben is a, a great guy. He's he, obviously one of the better quarterbacks in this league, and um, I wouldn't want to play for anybody else. What have you learned from Big Ben? I mean, he teaches me so much things. You know what I mean? Even uh, running my routes out of the backfield, you know, when I'm splitting up at wide out, he always, um, you know, tell me little things about – you know, if it's third and six, make sure you get to seven. Um, and sometimes I won't have to break out, just kind of turn around or, you know, just little, just little things um, he'll try to help me out with or um, with the mic point uh, protection-wise, you know. Um, and, and in a sense, I try to help him out too, you know, because I know he have a lot on his plate, um, you know, so I always try to, you know, make, make sure I'm looking at the play clock for him because he got a lot of things going on in the huddle, getting people set up and lined up, you know. So uh, we both help each other out. Now, you were talking about running routes. I'm surprised you don't go to your boy, uh, your teammate, Antonio Brown. He's having a great year as well, on pace for 1,500 yards. What, is, what are you seeing out of Antonio Brown that's making him so electric this year? Man, he's just one of those guys who really can't, you know, be touched. I mean, you see a lot of corners, um, you know, try to press him at the line of scrimmage. They really can't even touch him because he's so quick. He's so dynamic. He can get in and out of his cuts, you know, amazingly quick and, um, I always joke around with AB. I'd be like, man, AB, you really, you really like a, a running back in sense, you know, because um, when he gets the ball in his, in his hands, you know, he turns into a running back. You know, he makes guys miss um, in open space. He just gets going. All right. Now, look, I, I follow you on Twitter and I follow you on Instagram, man. And I'm here to kind of help you out, man. I, I need a little – you step in here for some intervention. I noticed that you like to take a lot of selfies. So I have a gift for you, all right? Let, let, me, let me call in my gift here. You see, this this is a gift for you here. Can you see this? Look at this. What what is going on? What are you doing? What what is this? I mean, I, I see you here. Where, are you in the locker room right before the game or something like that? Without your shirt on here, you, you, you got your big glasses on here. So, uh, what do you do? Why do you take so many selfies? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, a lot of times I'll just um, you know be sitting around. I guess um, I'll be wearing something or you know in a hotel or something bored in my room bored I don't know um, but I just it is something to do I guess I mean it, give give an image of my face let people know what I look like um, and things like that you know because I wasn't on TV a lot um, I'm still not on TV a lot but um, you know the more it started to come around and, and more people started to see my face I guess I just wanted to see my face seen I guess oh okay well that's good <laughs> you know I, I like a lot of your stuff especially your little thing on the the Jordans too and people showing off their Jordans I watched that too but I've got a little something for you. I went out to, to pay a little homage and respect to you. I went out and I did my own selfie thing here. So this is my <laughs> best impersonation of Le'Veon Bell. I even did – look at this. Look at this shot here. Look, I'm not – look, nah. you're not the only one working out with Pete Bomarino. I got my swole going on too, huh? See? You see how Pete got me right? Look at this. The, 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 the tie. You're going to be in the ties very soon, man. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, I'm starting to – 
I, I like the ties. I'm starting to try to go bow tie, though. I'm starting to get more into the bow ties, for real. Yeah, I'm not into the bow tie. But, look, I'm going to send this to Pittsburgh, so this is going to be yours. So this is my Oprah gift to you. But, hey, man, thank you so much for joining us, man. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. All right, no problem. All right, now, you guys stick around, fantasy fans, because we've got some super sleepers for your lineup. Find out who we say is about to ball out this weekend. With NFL Now, never miss another game highlight ever. Subscribe today and you'll get instant game highlights on all your devices. Download the NFL Now app today. Learn more at NFL.com slash now. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Money Smith here. All the guys over here. We're going to talk about some week six sleepers. What do you got, Fabs? Deep sleepers. Let's go. Mohamed Sanu. And this is a guy who is available on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues right now on NFL.com. A.J. Green banged up. Marvin Jones banged up. So he will be the guy that Andy Dalton is targeting. And, oh, by the way, they're playing the Carolina Panthers. They've given up 11 touchdown catches in their last four road games. I know you love yeah, that stat, Yeah, I do. Money. There is no Sanu like good Sanu, and that's Muhammad Sanu. How about it, Marcus? Oh, Gary, you just let it fly under the radar and let Jeez, the people pick it up sorry, and recognize it? my bad. Chris Ivory is the guy I'm going with here. This is a volume play. I know he's been struggling the last couple of weeks, but you look at that Jets quarterback situation, it is a disaster. Plus, if New York is going to be successful this week, it's going to be keeping Peyton Manning and that Broncos offense off the field. That means running the football repeatedly. I think Chris Ivory gets the ball in his hands a lot. I just like the fact he's going to get a lot of touches. I like that pass you just threw to him. Thanks. It was nice. You got a running back there for us, Ray? I do. Storm Johnson. How could a guy named Storm not be good at professional football? It's so awesome. He was going to be a race car driver. Well, he could have been in the American Gladiators. There's a lot of different (laughs) locations he could have gone to, but he's been playing running back for the Jags and doing pretty well. You know, it's a situation where Toby Gerhardt came in and failed. All right. And I think a lot of us have egg on our face because of that. But Storm is going to pick it up, and I like to start on this week. Great match. Akbar, I'm going to guess you like Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, that's right, Big Sears. You Good already guess, see right? the B-roll yep. there. But if you've been watching on our network, Finding Giants, feature story behind scouts, you remember when they went out there and found Odell Beckham, He's the talent? Stud. And it's now starting to come in. He's healthy. You saw that in his performance against the Atlanta Falcons. I think that carries over to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles this week. This is going to be a big game for him. Eli Manning in this offense is going to work. I'm going to go uh, confirmation bias. I've had Tim Wright stashed on a couple teams. I do. And, uh, Fabs, I know you're trying to tell people, well, the Bills have only given up uh, the fewest points to tight ends. I didn't say anything. How about this? They played the Dolphins, Clay, the uh, Chargers, who ran the ball 40 times and passed it about 10, the Texans, who have Garrett Graham and the Lions, who have nobody at the tight end position. Timmy Wright going to put it on those Bills this week because, look, this is a big-time AFC East showdown as well, and we know how Bill Belichick and Tom Brady typically perform in those contests. Solid move. That was good. Solid move, Don't point out our references, Marcus. That's going to do it for us here. We'll see you Sunday morning at 1130 Eastern on NFL Now on the NFL Red Zone channel with all the latest injury news and fantasy notes leading up to kickoff. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry... But it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? 
It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.